good, good morning and welcome to your Friday edition of In the Know as Grayson County Schools Week continues for day number five. It's Sam Gormley in for MBE this week as we have the Friday edition of the show. Coming up today, we get into the middle school and high school range of Grayson County Schools. We'll let you know everything that you need to know about that. Talk a little bit about the Olympics uh, we've got some food that we'll have to connect in because is there any other way to do end of Friday? And of course, coming up this week, this weekend rather, it is the start of August, which is crazy to sit and think. First day of school coming really quick, so we'll get you ready for the start to August as well. And obviously, we'll hit some of your local news headlines to get you ready for what should be a great weekend, not quite as hot as we've had time at times this weekend. First, We'll uh, bring in our first guest co-host, and, and we'll start young and go to old in the way of go to middle school first. Not necessarily going <laughs> age-wise, but I bring in the principal of Grayson County Middle School, Mr. Gary Parker. Good morning. How are you? Hey, good morning, Sam. Great to be here with you today. Is this your In the Know debut? This is my In the Know debut. In the yes, Know sure debut. Is. We were talking before we came on about the Olympics, and I know you had said that you have been watching throughout some of the times, and I know you said you were watching some of the, the soccer game this morning, or at least your sons were, right? Yeah, we had. Uh, I had my one son that had to be up. At 6 a.m. He was, he was, he was uh, watching. Yeah, he's uh, he's over at uh, Brett County working band camp for them. Band camp. That sounds yeah. like a lot of fun. Uh, I Spent many days at band camp when I was in high school. Uh, now, the medals, when you win, do you know how much it costs them to make a gold, silver, and bronze medal? I do not, but uh, you've got my curiosity. I up. do have your curiosity. Yeah. So a gold medal costs about $815 to make. A solid silver medal takes about $445. The bronze, $4.70. Wow. <laughs> the difference in the cost, 815 for the gold, 445 for the silver, and $4.70 for the bronze. Wow. It just to me says, wow, man, that bronze medal really is kind of a letdown. We'll bring in our second guest co-host. We'll jump up to the high school, Mr. Josh Baldwin. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Sam. New Cougar soccer head coach, too. Or I guess re returning, <laughs> right? Yes, uh, the legend returns. The le uh, I, mean, I like that. The legend self-professed. Well, only one Cougar soccer head coach won the first district championship. That's exactly right. And uh, no one can ever yeah, take that away from now, you. Now, uh, we're, we're excited to be out there. It's It's been fun uh, just trying to figure out who the kids are. Um, I like that. <laughs> uh, who's playing. Um, we've had a good time, though. We had actually had practice this morning, and I just came over here straight from the field. So Good. We'll have to t talk a little bit more about that as, as the show goes on. Now, we talked about how much the medals cost. Do you know how much the athletes get paid if they win a medal? You know, I, I, I'm a, a trivia guy, and I, I'm always up on these uh, weird stats. So uh, I saw something. It depends on the nation. So Correct. You know, the United States, I think, gets the least amount as a – and I think mm -hmm. the Chinese might get like a million dollars for a gold medal. Singapore gets $1 million to win Sing a gold wow. medal. Indonesia – just under seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars to each event winner. Wow! For the Americans, if you win gold, thirty-seven thousand five hundred dollars. If you win silver, twenty-two thousand five hundred, fifteen thousand dollars for every bronze. <laughs> which yeah. is, I wouldn't even go over there for that. Uh, it's not worth it. Not worth it. But I guess for some of these athletes, I saw the the people that were on the other side were saying, "Well, all the endorsements that you get, you know, that pays up right. for the rest." But right. I'm like, "Come on, Americans, we could pay a little <laughs> bit better than that." But I don't know if that and, – and the question I have on that as well is, okay, like the women's soccer team, if they win gold, do each one of the players get the 37000 or do they split it? I, I would hope they would get it all. That that, that would be a, a small amount for, uh, for a these stars. For a 20-person team yeah. or however many it is. We also were talking a little bit, and I think you mentioned it, uh, that yesterday you had to cancel soccer practice because of the heat. Luckily, the heat is – I don't know. Can we say it's going away compared to what we had? It's it's going down yeah. a little bit. Still very warm today. Not getting into the 90s, though. On, only a high of 88, which seems wrong to say that. Uh, chance of rain tomorrow, though. Saturday starts off dry. Clouds will thicken up, and a period of showers will roll in for the afternoon and evening. Some thunderstorms are possible for this area, so something to keep an eye on. But tomorrow going to be actually fairly nice. High around 82 degrees, which, again is when we've had 97, I'll take any 82 any day, 86 on your Sunday, and low temperatures are going to be in the upper 60s. The first day of school forecast, we've been keeping an eye on it all week, looking like 86 degrees, no chance of rain. So a little warm, 
But no rain is probably always a good thing for the first day of school, getting back into the swing of things. So again, this is Grayson County Schools Week. We have had now four previous days. And I know that yesterday they said, quote, we're going to have a lot of fun today with you two. That's what I, I, I've, I've asked for a scouting report every day, you know, being the sports. I know, uh, Josh, you have the, the sports background as well. You like a scouting report. You want to know what you're getting into. And they said you're going to have fun today. So, so I like that. I like the sound of that. We're going we're gonna to get ready in because we've had a great time all week. We've touched on each elementary school. We had new assistant superintendent Adam Cox, who is changing from the poor colors of maroon, getting into the good colors of orange and blue. And we had Monica Hevron on. We also had buses and food service. So we've touched all wow. aspects. And then we end next week on Tuesday with the big man himself. Oh, man. That's going to be exciting. <laughs> it doesn't get much better than, than good old Mr. Robinson. So the question I have to ask both of you is, is in just basic terms, how long have you been the principal at respective schools? Sure. Uh, this is going to be starting my fifth year at Grayson County Middle School. Uh, it's kind of kind of been a blur, uh, but I uh, feel like we've made a lot of lot of progress the last few years, and uh, so that's that's my my time. Fifth year, and is it fourth? This is right? my fourth. Fourth yeah, year. Fourth year. I, I thought that we I hate to say we came at the same time, but I right. know your yeah. first year principal. I think was my first year here as well. So it yeah. is year number four. You still having as much fun as you did the first oh, year? Blast! We uh, <laughs> we love it. Um, we look forward to Wednesday. I, I we just want some normalcy. I think that's the the key and. And um, just seeing kids, and it's been great this summer seeing kids around. The band's been out there, you know, football, soccer, cross country. Um, and, you know, just yesterday we had our our, our uh, building opening day, and um, good to see the staff back. They had a great time. I think we did some engaging activities. So we're, we're excited. I mean, nothing better than, you know, we didn't get in this business to um, – sit on a keyboard and, and, and watch a kid through a Google a Google Meet or a Zoom Meet. So uh, can't wait for them to get back in the building on Wednesday. Now, you kind of touched on it a little bit, and I don't care who takes this first because it is a loaded question, but in, in just the most basic terms, what was last school year like? Or the last year and a half, really, because it, it started, what, Mar- mid-March of 2020? Yeah, I think it was really just uncharted territory. Uh, we really didn't know what to expect, and... Really, I think from the administrative view, it was just a reinvention at every turn. Um, what was really impressive was the staff and students. Everyone uh, stretched more than they thought they could, I think. So I feel like that kind of gives us something to build on for the future. Uh, if, if something's coming up that seems like an obstacle, we know we can overcome that really quickly uh, based on that experience that we had last year of just kind of, you know, we had it right in our face. We just had to deal with it. And uh, wow, did people respond well. Yeah, I'll agree with Gary on that. Uh, just incredible to see what teachers were able to do, what students were able to do um, with all the adversity. It it showed us that, you know, we can accomplish a lot more than we think we can. And we can also think outside the outside the box and do things differently. Um, I know we're starting our, our school year with some different things that we haven't done before. And, uh, you know, taking some risks and doing some different things for kids. And I, and I think that's that's good. It's a challenge. Um, you know, our, our we started yesterday's uh, talk with uh, letting teachers know that they matter. You know, the 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 virtual learning was a challenge. Um, and some kids got lost in the mix. Some kids weren't able to, you know, do what they needed to do on the virtual method or the medium there. Um, and our teachers, we really saw that, hey, you matter and you affect learning so much and we appreciate everything you do. So um, that was that was kind of a, a neat experiment, if you want to call the, the entire COVID thing a, a social experiment, if, if you will. You, you mentioned different. And, and that's kind of where I want to lead into my next question, because as rough as the last what 18 months or however long it is, it seems like it just all runs together. As long as it as rough as it has been, there are good things. That have come from it. And I've heard each school has mentioned, oh, it's been X or it's been Y. Um, For the middle school, what have been some of the good things, if you could even call them that, that have come out of the COVID-19 pandemic? Yeah, I feel like the major one I kind of alluded to already, and it's just that uh, growth mindset, uh, knowing that uh, no matter what's coming in front of us, we have the ability, we have the power in the school to affect that change. Uh, so that's that's been one of the biggest ones. Um, 
I think uh, from my perspective personally, it was a chance when we had those lower numbers of students, I actually connected, I feel like, with the kids a little bit better. Uh, I was able to have some conversations that with uh, all students there, you wouldn't be able to do that. So I feel like I developed some relationships and also kind of reminded myself of the importance of relationships as kind of a foundation for what we do. So. Yeah, and, and I think that that's probably a really good point is that it's it's the smaller groups probably allowed for teachers mm-hmm. as well. And I know that one of the principals yesterday, and I, I don't want to mention who it was because I don't want to mention it wrong, had mentioned that it was really nice for them because when they had the Google class, I know you had touched on that, Josh, as well, that it, it's a downside. But one of the pros to it was that um, they could see in each of the homes. They could see, you know, just the little things, you know, see, oh, you know, what which students are doing well, you know, which it just it, it gave them another avenue to get into the home. And that was kind of one of the pros. Now, what would be some of the, the, the pros from the high school aspect? Well, I think I think from the high school and, and some of the things Gary said, I agree with as well. And, and the opportunity to, to uh, meet with kids in a different fashion and smaller groups created some relationships. Um, it just it just showed us that we could accomplish anything. I think it made us a, a stronger group. Um, I think it you know it showed the I think students and I think it showed the teachers and and everyone around that um, that this institution is very important. It's a valuable institution, and and these kids and these families and and everybody they need they need what we offer. They need uh, whether that's a you know a morning meal or a, a friend or a, a a good role model. They need something that the schools offer, and I don't know what else in in society provides what we provide. So consistency, 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 good role models. Um, you know, just the simple things like a, a warm place to be in the winter. So, um, you know, I think I think our schools do a great job of that, and I think this kind of just proved that hey, it's a valuable valuable institution. Now, what did you? And again, another loaded question, just to kind of throw at you all. But what did you learn? If not even just about yourself as a, as an educator or or your school, what did you learn from this process? Go ahead, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to Tim. Yeah, uh, again, I just I've, what I've spoken to the staff about. Uh, we actually had our opening day uh, Tuesday, and that was one of the big emphasis points. Was um, no matter what we're going to be faced with, we know uh, it's not that big of a deal because we just – I mentioned it before, but we were stretched beyond anything we thought we could do. So it's almost like a renewed confidence and even optimism, I feel like. Uh, we had our back-to-school night uh, on Tuesday night, and – I don't think I've ever felt more uh, optimistic tone in the building. There was just a great vibe. You could tell the uh, the parents, the students, the teachers, everybody's just really excited about the opportunity to start, you know, what we're hoping will be uh, a more sort of back to normal year. Uh, but I think that I think that having the experience of all the sort of weird stuff and having to really be stretched gives us the opportunity to you know, kind of look at the new mm-hmm. year with uh, with new eyes. And that's a good thing. Yeah. I think that always, you know, growth and opportunity. Right. Would you say the same thing for the high school, or is there anything different that you would say? Yeah, I would, I would agree with Gary on that. I also think that, um, you know, we knew we had creative people um, throughout the building. Uh, we have 76 teachers, 30 classified people, and uh, multiple more. But – this gave them a chance to flourish and and do things differently that I, that you know there was there was things that came they came up with you know uh, using um, screencastify or some different things some different strategies uh with technology that that I didn't even know I mean I remember my first Google meet 18 months ago and I was like hey you're muted you know and and uh, I couldn't even talk so it, that's we've we've really grown as far as technology um, how to use that in the classrooms and and you know the district's been great we're moving to one to one for students as far as devices so um all that's been good that's been a good learning experience yeah it's it's very much been a whatever it takes from the staff and i think all across the district everyone just rose to the occasion they just did what had to be done and uh it's kind of like hey we're not going to let these kids slip through the cracks we're going to we're going right. to take care of them now i know for both of you you all have great staffs of teachers 
but also there's a lot more of your staff that are not teachers. You know, your front office workers, your custodians. I know, Josh, I know your custodians very well. I would start naming names, but I don't want to forget anybody. <laughs> but uh, you've got a fantastic crew, uh, great people, you know, your cafeteria workers, your bus drivers. It wasn't just teachers. It was an all-hands-on-deck, and I'm sure that you cannot say enough good things about every one of your staff members. Yeah, I mean, you're exactly right. The uh, Just the, the task it takes to get that school ready for kids, uh, for cleaning, um, prepping, you know, waxing floors, making sure things are, are ready, the uh, bathrooms and the, the lunchroom and all those things. We've, I mean, we, we fed 20 different ways last year, and, and I would ask the uh, Donovan and his crew there to – move tables here, move tables there and do this. And we ended up eating in the, in the gym at one point and, and in the, in the front lobby there. So, um, yeah, kudos to them. They, they were amazing. They've, 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 uh, met every challenge we've asked them. And I, I've told Donovan this year, cause we went over the latest, uh, KDE reports and what we need to do and talking about, uh, cleaning and prepping and, and the COVID related things. And, and he said, okay, yeah, we'll do it. I said, Donovan, I got, I got, you need to clean seven times a day. And he just looked at me and walked out of my office. But, uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, we're working on it. But, yeah, they're, they're wonderful people. And Christy up front, Lisa, Alicia, um, they're great people as well. I mean, we couldn't work without them. So. Yeah, I think the overall attitude of the staff was what, what do we need to do? Uh, what can we do? Uh, if somebody had a free moment, hey, how can I jump in and, and help with this part of it? And that kind of reflects back on their attitude and approach and just the way uh, all of our uh, – both of these staffs uh, care about kids. You know, it's one of the best experience for kids. And everyone knew that uh, emotionally, mentally, this was all really tough on everybody. So uh, what can we do to make this better, whether that's preparing the building facilities, uh, making sure everything's safe, but also how can we – you know, uh, cater to their to their needs because it was just a really really tough time for everybody. And I like it. And in this next segment, what we'll do is we'll we'll go deeper into what's coming. You know, the good things that are coming up because there are good things. And I, I hope I knock on wood that we are through this and we're just getting back to as I learned earlier this week, better than normal. Better than normal better is, than what normal. is what That's Mr. Right. Robinson kept saying. I'm going to hit a quick a couple of the quick news headlines for today. Uh, your COVID-19 update on Thursday, state public offic- uh, health officials reported 1,618 new cases of COVID-19. Kentucky's positivity rate, which was less than 2% at the beginning of July, jumped to 8.55% on Thursday. That was up another quarter percent from Wednesday. On June the 29th, there were zero Kentucky counties that were in the red. But on y- yesterday, there were 40 Red counties, which is one-third of Kentucky's total counties. Grayson County still straddling, still not in the red. But when you look at the surrounding areas, Ohio County, Breckenridge County, Hardin County, Hart County are all bordering counties that are in the red. Edmondson County actually in the yellow. Butler County is also in the orange along with Grayson County. In a message encouraging all Kentuckians 12 years of age and older to get vaccinated against COVID-19, Dr. Stephen Stack noted from March 1 to July 28, 94.5% of COVID-19 cases, 91.8% of hospitalizations, and 88.8% of deaths were among partially vaccinated or unvaccinated Kentuckians. Three people have been arrested in Edmondson County on drug charges after being found parked at a baptism hole. A baptism hole. Uh, Wednesday night at approximately 1130, the Edmondson County Sheriff's Office said deputies observed a Hyundai Sonata parked at Rhoda, Rhoda Creek. Is that right? Rhoda Creek? I'm not sure. I'm not. See, I'm not from here, so I'm not sure. Baptizing hole on Calibiate Road. I did get that right, didn't I? It sounds good to me. Sounds good to me. We're, we're not Edmondson County, so we don't know this. Deputies made contact with a driver, 39-year-old Jason Abney of Mammoth Cave, and detected a strong odor of marijuana. Two others were also arrested. To read more, you can go to K105.com. Uh, a little sports aspect, Isaiah Jackson and B.J. Boston were both picked yesterday in the 2021 NBA draft. As Isaiah Jackson went number 22 to the Lakers, but was later traded to the Pacers. And B.J. Boston went number 51 to the Grizzlies and was later tra- uh, traded to the Clippers. They also had a really nice moment where they honored Terrence Clark, the late Kentucky player who passed away in April as he was drafted, quote-unquote, by the NBA. Is what they said. It was a really powerful moment that they showed there. Um, also, Charles Bassey from WKU was drafted, I believe, by the uh, – he was drafted by 
I'm not, I, the Grizzlies, I think is who it was. I'm not even sure now. I'm putting, no, putting myself on the spot and don't, and don't know the answer. I should have had that fact there in front of me. Uh, the SEC officially has invited Oklahoma and Texas to join the conference starting in 2025. Is this something that either one of you care about? Are you excited for? Or Listen, I'm all about it. I think the uh, – uh, uh, I'd like to see four major conferences, um, 20 teams, and go from there. I, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm excited for it. Yeah. I'm excited for it, and I think it'll be good for the fan. Is that something that interests you at all, Gary? Or uh, not really? Not really. <laughs> not really. You know what? That's my side. Hey. Being real with you. Hey, you know, I, I appreciate that. You know, as an educator, you always got to tell the truth, right? That's You've right. never lied to a child before, right? Uh, that is correct. That is correct. <laughs> We're going to take a break. We're going to come back and dive deeper into getting ready for school. Back to school coming up on Wednesday. We'll let you know about it coming up. You're on in the note. Today is National Cheesecake Day. Are we fans? Cheesecake. You said cheesecake? Cheesecake. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm, Big uh, fan. I'm, uh, I'm kind of with you. I'm not, not a huge fan when it comes to cheesecake. It is Father in Law Day. I mean, hey, big shout out to Larry Buell. Uh, <laughs> Love Bob it. Bob Davenport. <laughs> Love it. There you go. It is National Kiss Your Car Day. I, I mean, I, I like my car. I'm not sure that I really want to go out there and kiss it. Um, paperback Book Day. And it is Support Public Education Day. Hey. Nice. I love it, which is exactly the reason we have you on today. We right? love yeah, public education. Uh, tomorrow is Mutt's Day for dogs. It is Cotton Candy Day. I mean, I'm, I'm not sure. Couldn't tell you the last time I had cotton candy, but when I was a kid, it was delicious. And tomorrow's also Avocado Day. Ooh. Give me some good avocado toast, and that's uh, a great breakfast. Okay. Uh, uh, guacamole then, too? Oh, yes, sir. Oh, yes. And Sunday is Spider-Man Day, as that marks the anniversary of the superhero's debut 59 years ago. Yeah. Listen, Sam, Sunday. we can talk food the rest of the time if you want to. I mean, that's... Uh... <laughs> I, oh, trust me. We, I love talking food, and we'll have a food aspect. We'll talk about cookies later. There, there's a little, love a little tease for you. Okay. Uh, you got to do the good old radio tease. Now, I know that, Gary, you had sent me as Gary Parker and Josh Baldwin, our guest co-host today for uh, Grayson County Schools Week, as the theme for the year for Grayson County Middle School, rebuilding the foundation. I like that. Was that? Did you come up with that? Are you going to take all the credit? Or is... I will not take all the credit. No, that was definitely a leadership team, and then kind of got some voices from the from the staff on that as well. But uh, we just kind of felt like uh, we knew that this year was going to be a rebuilding year, and when you're thinking about uh, you know building something, that foundation is awfully important. It's important to note that we we are not implying that GCMS did not have a good foundation previously, <laughs> uh, but it's a good time, as we talked about the stretching that kind of happened with our thinking, it's a good time to kind of reinforce that, to kind of double down on uh, core values and things that are important to us, what's really important. So that's kind of where we were with the rebuilding the foundation. Uh, we're hoping that we're building a foundation where these students can go to the high school uh, and by the way, Josh and I have had a tremendous relationship over the years in terms of making sure that that transition goes well. Uh, but just making sure they're ready for that college, uh, career, uh, whatever their path is, we just want to make sure that that foundation is strong. So uh, we, we thought it was an appropriate one to pick for sort of a post-COVID uh, time. I like that. And I'm sure that in a lot of ways that's going to be the same thing for the high school as well. It's just kind of rebuilding what this is, what school Better than normal, you yeah. know, the, the, yeah. the better than normal aspect of school. Now, I know, Gary, as well, yesterday you had a very exciting day, and I think we might even have a picture that we can throw up there. You were, your team was speaking at the – is it CASA or KSAA or KASA? We're not really sure. Okay. Uh, okay. Some, some, some of the people say uh, CASA. Some of them say CASA. Okay. Uh, but what, uh, so nonetheless – What, what should we uh, call it then? It's the school administrators group for okay. the state of Kentucky. We'll, okay. just, we'll just leave it at that. And you had a presentation yesterday with your team. How did that go in Louisville? That went great. We were discussing our teacher induction uh, program. And we were one of the education sessions there. We had uh, Dave Morgan and Leanne Frank, who are the assistant principals, and, of course, Tracy Johnson, our curriculum coordinator. Friend of the show, and, yes. Uh, we just um, 
we we just did a little presentation on our induction program and uh, for those that may not be familiar with it, that's just the way we get our new teachers or those new to the building in there and kind of get them acclimated to everything. And it's, it's uh, we have a we have what we call a boot camp in the summer uh, where we spend a whole day and just talk to them. And then throughout the year, we do monthly meetings. Uh, and uh, they usually attend those with their mentor teachers. And, of course, some of this is district-based, but we've kind of added our own little touch to it. And uh, it went went really well. We uh, we packed a bunch of people into a small room at the Gold House, and they they seemed to like what we had to say. So. Well, that's good. That's always a good sign. Now, Josh, one of the things, and obviously those listening understand too, that when we do our sports broadcast, we have what we call the digital productions crew. Correct. And multiple members of our crew, at least at one time, well. The entire crew have at least attended Grayson County High School, and last year we had one that was still in, and I will do a shameless plug if anyone is ever interested in joining us. Be sure to, to send us some information. You know, we'd be happy to, to talk that out if you want to help put on, you know, Cougar football games and everything along, or as you would say right now, Cougar soccer. That's the most important thing it's on our the, agenda, uh, right? It's the proper football, the football. Football, yes. Football. Football. But w- doing that, I learned a lot about the cool things that Grayson County High School does that my high school did not do. And one of the, the interesting things was the ECTC connection that you all have. I know that I was talking with, in fact, Chase Blaine was, was one of the, he was our director, as we were saying, our, and he was taking, you know, all of these different ECTC classes and, you know, graduating with all of these hours. I know that you had uh, one student, an athlete, Autumn Riggs, who graduated, I think, with her associates. Correct. Think, what is that relationship with ECTC been like for the high school? Uh, it's been awesome. We had two last year that two. graduated yes. with uh, uh, the, uh, the other boy, uh, Meredith. Nathan Meredith. Nathan right. Meredith, correct. Good. And, uh, and Autumn Riggs. And, and yeah, and so they, they spent pretty much their entire uh, year at the ECTC campus. So um, we set them up on a plan, uh, work with uh, the people up at ECTC, and they and they can leave you know our school the senior year with, with that opportunity to get their associate's degree. And then, you know, kids that aren't so sure about what degree they want or what path they want to go, um, they can leave our school with a ton of credits. Like you said, Chase Blaine's one. Um, we've had kids leave with almost a, a year of credits worth of, of, of college credits at a reduced price. They get they get a scholarship for some of those, and the state pays for for uh, some of those courses. So um, we're, we offer anything from um, English 101, 102, history courses. We've got some uh, sociology, psychology um, even Spanish 101. So we've got some different things that we offer. It's and it's a great opportunity for for uh, students to take advantage of uh, their junior senior year. I know it was one of the things when I was talking with him about it. I was like, listen, get it out of the That's way, because right. when you get to college, that yeah. is the last thing that right. you're going to want to do is worry about English 101 mm-hmm. or some of those basic classes. It feels so great to, to get that on. And now I don't know a lot about the programs at Grayson County Middle School, but I know in your talking points that you had sent me the sixth sense program okay i i I know nothing Uh, can you explain what this is so we did that back that was the 19th through the 21st we did a three-day program we had we invited all of our sixth graders to come out and basically uh we just get them acclimated to the building procedures they get to meet all their teachers uh they talk about some of the things they'll be expected during the year uh some of it's just pure out fun uh because when you're introducing people to something you want them to have a good time so we uh, definitely had that aspect as well. Uh, what I noticed is that first day, there was some uh, hand-wringing. Uh, there were some uh, very tentative looks coming from those kids, uh, some of them. And then I felt like by the end of that, even that first day, that Monday that we did, uh, it was all smiles. Hey, I, I feel like this is going to be accomplishable. You know, we have to remember uh, that it is a huge transition. I mean, middle school to high school is significant. But when you're going from that small elementary school to kind of our ginormous middle school, uh, that's that's pretty big, and it is pretty intimidating. I would be right there with the kids at that age. I would have felt the same oh, way. I would have been nervous. Yeah. And uh, just, just getting them in there and letting them know, hey, even though we have a big school, you're going to be in a smaller team and much more of kind of a family vibe and atmosphere. I think I think those kids that came really benefited from that. Well, I know we have someone in the building who has a daughter who is going to be a sixth grader who works in the building, and he was saying the same thing. How she it was like, oh my goodness, like how how am I going to deal with this? Right. And that kind of helps just to right. to set in and just feel like you're going to be okay. 
It, it's it's not as scary as it actually looks. Now, I know for the both of you, and I talked with Karen Lewis from the, the district office. I was talking with her. This was probably in March or April, and she mentioned that you all were planning this summer program, and you were still working on a name. Then a couple of weeks later, she came back and said, we're doing this Elevate program. And... She said it's going to be a lot of fun and all of the things that did it. And I think we were talking with, I think it was Lisa Skaggs earlier in the week. And she said that she was going into one of the the Elevate programs and her kids were cooking and her kids were doing all kinds of uh, different aspects. What were some of the fun, and I mean, I hate to say fun because the school is always fun, you know, <laughs> all however many classes a day it is. But what were some of the extra things that, that both of your schools were able to do during the Elevate program? So uh, for us, you know, I know uh, for the high school is similar. You know, we had some students who had fallen behind, and that was an aspect of it for us. But we also tried to include, we had uh, our Grow Green Give, which is typically associated with our Cougar Zone. Uh, we had students out working in our raised beds uh, all through the summer, which was great. Uh, we had a, a top chef. We had a cooking uh, oh, opportunity yeah. for them. Uh, speaking of food, yeah, right. That, that I mean, listen, music about. to my ears. <laughs> we had uh, lots of different enrichment, uh, like uh, we had a sign language course. We had one on uh, Latin American culture. Okay, just uh, just a ton of different things. Uh, we allowed our teachers to sort of take ownership of that if you have something that's really special to you or something you're passionate about let's get it offered for the kids and and we had quite a few that came out and participated in that enrichment part of the program did you have any other like a latin latin america that sounds cool i'd have signed up for that immediately yeah we we did a lot of the same sort of things we we had a a kids camp that was was wasn't even for our high school kids but uh the high school kids ran the camp over at cte so younger kids were able to come up and see what we have to offer over there, whether it's machining or, or you know, health sciences or something like that. And Mr. Hayes ran all that. Uh, Ms. Duval's our, our kind of our summer school coordinator, and, and she did a great job because this was, a, a like you said, a, a bigger undertaking than a normal year. Um, we had some enrichment classes that we gave. Uh, some people came in and wanted to do something with mythology or a different type of class, and, and they led those for some kids. And then, like Mr. Uh, Parker said, uh, I spent a lot of time getting kids back on grade level where, you know, where they just fell behind during the cold COVID uh, situation. But, but it was really, it, it worked out really well. Um, it's something you can grow on next year. Oh, I, I think so. And I think, you know, and people think that the high school ends at May 21st. Um, it does for about maybe a day. And then, uh, <laughs> and then we're back at it. And I mean, you know, bands back in there at, uh, That's exactly right. and, and so, uh, football shows up July 15th, soccer and, uh, orchestra and chorus. And, and, and so everything, yeah. FFA hasn't stopped doing anything. They've got a greenhouse back there. So it's, it's a full year thing. Anyway, we just went, uh, we went, over the top this year, I guess right. you could say. Like, and it's one of those things that uh, it was a really good idea, and hearing all of the different aspects, I'm sure more and more ideas will come as we get more and more through. Uh, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back, and we're going to have the water cooler question next. A Ooh. chance to win uh, tickets Friday. You know, we always go big on Fridays, and we got two guests, great guest co-hosts, so we'll definitely have to go big on a prize. So we'll let you know what that is, and your chance to win comes up next here on In the Note. you know in china a north american football is known as olive ball olive ball i i did not know that when i read that this morning olive ball and i mean i guess i understand it i guess the football kind of looks like an olive (laughs) i i I don't know it it just I, i read that this morning and i didn't really know as to whether it was one of those things that i wanted to believe or not. Here's today's water cooler question. It's Friday, which means we usually make the prize just a little bit bigger. So you will get your choice between four tickets to Holiday World, four tickets to Beach Bend, or four tickets to Kentucky Kingdom. You get your choice Man. between four. Yeah, got nice. it. Can we win? <laughs> no, you oh, cannot. Come on, Sam. I wish. I wish. Ineligible <laughs> to win. Uh, you text your answer to 270-259-6000, 270-259-6000. You probably wouldn't admit it. 
But on average, you do this about 32 times a year. What is it? You probably wouldn't admit it, but on average, you do this about 32 times every single year. What is it? You can text your answer to 270-259-6000, 270-259-6000. Gary, you said you're a pop culture expert. <laughs> so, so have you been up to date on the new movies that are coming out today then? Uh, sure, sure, <laughs> yeah. Jungle Cruise comes out, PG-13, based on Disneyland's theme park ride starring The Rock and Emily Blunt. I don't know. That's not one that necessarily uh, it's going to be on the top of my list. Stillwater is an R-rated mystery. I've seen previews for this. It's Matt Damon. Mm-hmm. I think it plays on Hulu or something is how I see it. And then The Green Knight. Hmm. Again, I, I, I got nothing on any of those. Um, it is August beginning on Sunday. I have to look down there and see. It's, it's crazy that we're already August the 1st. Uh, August is Admit Your Happy Month. It is also National Golf Month. Yay. I, Heidi, did you hear that? I, I like... <laughs> you can... Just means you have to play more, right? That's exactly right. Uh, I like attempting to play golf. Yeah, that's... that. I like attempting yeah, to play. Yeah. I, I don't know where it's going. Um, and I set course records for highest score ever, probably. And it is also National Peach Month. Peach month. The water cooler question one more time. You probably wouldn't admit it, but on average you do this 32 times a year. 32 times a year. As uh, Do you all have any guesses that's coming off right away? 32 times a year, so... Hmm. No, I don't. I, yeah, I've got I, nothing. I can't got think nothing. of anything. Got nothing. Got yeah, nothing. Uh, we'll, give, we'll give the listeners a few more minutes to see if anybody can't get this one. Uh, August 2nd. It's National Ice Cream Sandwich Day, something to look forward to. August the 8th is International Cat Day. Either of you have strong opinions on cats? Uh, we're, we're a cat family. You're a cat we have family? Some outdoor cats. Outdoor cats? We've, we've had them, and they you keep leaving, them. so I don't know what, what that – maybe they don't like us. <laughs> yeah, usually there is a consistent thing when it comes to that. August the 10th is National S'mores Day. Do you like a, do you like a good s'more? Uh, August the 13th is a day that's close to my heart. It's National Left-Handers Day. Oh. I am a good lefty. Uh, August 20th, another one just a week later, is National Radio Day. Uh, and August the 25th is National Banana Split Day. Not, not my favorite when we, when we look at that. As Let's see here if anybody has gotten this question correct. And it does appear that someone has. If your phone number ends in 5209... You are correct in saying you break the law 32 times a year. You probably oh. wouldn't admit it, but you break the law 32 times a year. It looks like our good friend Roger Lush also has gotten it correct as well. <laughs> so again, uh, if your phone number ends in three t- in 5209, we'll reach out a little bit later on and get some more information from you. Um, so... Now, does, about that 20 mean minutes. That, does that mean that Roger Lush is now on the radar of like right. Norman Chapin yes. or someone yes. like that? Yes. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, was he not already? <laughs> Roger's he a, he's a shysty character, he I'll say that. Been. Yeah, we're watching you. Uh, we know that you're coming up here on, what is it, September the 10th for the Homecoming? 10th, uh, yeah, they've got a big event going, and uh, he's put so much work into that. And it is. It's been awesome. And, and that whole alumni association, is uh, they've, they've done a great things, and and uh, he's been he emails me and asks me questions. I'm like, Roger, you take it. You got it. You're doing great things. So, but yeah, if you are, and it's not necessarily you don't have to be an alumni of the football program, Correct. right? If you have any connection to the football program, and I think, and he might be able to confirm this or not, but if you're a fan of the football program and you're an alumni of Grayson County High School, they're doing a huge homecoming tailgate before the Butler County football game on September the 10th. Uh, you can go to their Facebook group. They have a ton of information. You can also go to our website. We have a yeah, lot of information on that as well. Another plug, I believe they're doing a huge food drive as well. Yeah, and, for our friends across the street, correct. Debbie Children's and, and the Grayson um, County Alliance. And so that's a, that's a real positive thing that they're doing. Yes, and I always loved it to see that. And then to continue in our pop culture section because I know that that's what everyone's super excited on. Are either of you fans of Marvel, the superhero movies? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a little casual, bit. Casual, yeah, casual fan. A casual yeah. fan. Well, Hawkeye has a new Marvel series coming out, and it is going to be released on November the 24th. So I know that both of you are now setting countdowns on your phone, right? So you can sit there and binge it all and night. I'm guessing that's a Disney Plus. It is a Disney Plus. Oh. Nailed it. Nailed it. So look He's... at that. You say you don't know your pop culture, <laughs> but you're nailing it right there. So Hawkeye comes out. 
And then the movie A League of Their Own, which is a classic with Tom Hanks and Rosie O'Donnell. I didn't know this, but there is going to be a Netflix reboot series. Or actually, no, it's an Amazon reboot series of A League of Their Own. As Rosie O'Donnell is going to be making an appearance in that. As it doesn't look like they've released a date on this, but it's one that I'm like, I'm not sure that I really want to reboot that. It's a classic movie. That was a great movie. Yeah, Yeah. there's no crying in baseball. And then I I said we got to talk a little bit about food and cookies. Uh, Do either of you have strong opinions on pumpkin spice? I'm okay with pumpkin spice. Okay. Not not a huge fan, but I'm okay with it. Nestle Toolhouse now has pumpkin spice latte morsels, which are like chocolate chip cookies, chocolate chips that you can put in your cookies. I, I, I don't know. It's I'm I have zero in, take on that, Sam. I will eat those though if they show up. That's all I would tell. I would you. agree so, with that. Yeah. <laughs> if they sit, if they end up on the principal's desk, yes. If anybody wants to bring morsels never. of anything, <laughs> of anything. But yeah, I was reading that apparently there's all kinds of different kind of morsels, and some of them sounded actually really good. They have uh, PB and J morsels, cinnamon roll. I'm thinking, you know, cinnamon mm. roll chocolate chips. That sounds delicious to me. And strawberries and cream as well, where some of the other morsels that have been released as well. We're going to take a break, come back, wrap up the show, and wrap up the week. The weekend is almost here. We'll let you know more about it coming up here on In the Know. Well, hey, hey, the working man, working man like me. I promised you when you all came in that I would hit you up with hard-hitting questions. So for my point to ponder for today, I heard this yesterday on, on Kentucky Sports Radio, and I thought it was a good question to ask both of you. Um, yep, there's Roger confirming that anybody can be in a part of. Looks like your camera's frozen, Josh. That's not a good thing. we got to fix that. You're frozen. I'm frozen. It's not necessarily Can't a move. great position for you <laughs> to, to be on. We'll, we'll work on fixing that. But my point to ponder for today, if you all could only use three condiments for the rest of your life, which three would you choose? Only three. That's a tough mm, one. That's Only three. That's really pinning us down there, mm, Sam. I told you. I, did I not promise you hard-hitting questions? You're going to three condiments. That three is... condiments. That's all you get. Uh, if you want, I'll go first. I'll say ketchup, ranch, and buffalo sauce. There you go. Those I'm going to have to go ketchup, mustard, salsa. I'm going to throw salsa See, in See, they had an argument about that yesterday. Is salsa a condiment? Gary, I'm going I'm to have to argue with that. I don't know. <laughs> See, I don't know that salsa is a condiment. Because <laughs> to me, I always think of, would you put it on a hamburger? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I might. I probably would. You might. might. Okay. Yeah. And now, see, mustard was like a tough one. I was going back mm-hmm. and forth because I love mustard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially on a hot dog. See, I agree. And yeah. for me, being from the Cincinnati area on a Coney, you got to put it on there. Um, you Let's can't. See. You can't back out of this question. I, I'm not. I'm just thinking. There's too much at stake here to mess up. So I am gonna say I need um, mayonnaise. Oh, see, no, I can. Oh, I, I can, can live without mayo. Eat that by the spoonful. Oh. Uh, it's a bald yeah, thing. I'm with you there. Uh, I'm gonna go honey mustard. See, I'm and, not a huge honey mustard fan. And either. then are ribeyes considered a condiment, like a Is steak? It? I, no. <laughs> I was going to say, I mean, A, A1 is a condiment. Um, no, I probably um, – I kind of like your buffalo sauce. Buffalo yeah, sauce? I think a little spicy See, sauce. I feel like, yeah, you need a little little spicy yeah. in, in there as well. Now, are you just going straight up yellow mustard or are you going like Dijon? I'm or? going straight up yellow. Straight up yellow. Okay. Yeah, listen, I, I respect it. That's – Spicy mustard. That's uh, that's not for us. That's, <laughs> not, 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 for that's not American. <laughs> now, see, I do have some jalapeno ketchup in my fridge at home, and it is delicious. It is delicious. Um, on TV tonight, the Tokyo Olympics continue, as which you'll be able to watch in prime time: track and field, beach volleyball, swimming, equestrian, and track and field. So that's if you're interested in that. It is a season four premiere of Burden of Truth on the CW. And this one actually interested me. On HBO, the series premiere of Back on the Record with Bob Costas, a roundtable discussions that address the most pressing issues impacting the sports world. That was interesting to me. I like Bob Costas, so um, I don't have HBO, but I guess it's one thing. He's one of the greats, I guess, in the broadcasting world, so Uh, there you go. It is. Uh, Saturday and Sunday, obviously, the Olympics continue. Tomorrow, Hallmark movie. And a Lifetime movie, if both of you are into that, I know, <laughs> on Hallmark, Love 
for real. Oh, I've seen that one. It's oh, yes. great. Yes, yeah. that's tremendous. So you know Haley and her BFF Brie? They go on a reality dating show to publicize her fashion line. Correct. That, yeah. But it might surprise you. <laughs> Nothing goes as planned when love, friendship, and careers are on the line. Watch out Actually, for that, Actually, don't, don't describe anymore because Josh is getting a little, he is getting a little tear over here. here in the corner. There. I just don't trust Brie. Uh, the story. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. really? It's, uh... um, now, have you seen the Lifetime movie, You're Not Safe Here? After surviving an accident, a young pregnant woman wakes up in the home of an isolated couple who live in the woods. She soon realizes that her seemingly friendly saviors want her baby for their own. Yikes. Yikes. I've not seen that one, and uh, I don't know if I will be tuning into that. <laughs> Lifetime movies for tomorrow. Uh, your highlight in history for today. Uh, on this date in 1965, Lyndon Johnson signed the Social Security Act of 1965. On this date in 1894... Cornflakes were invented by Will Kellogg. I'm not sure that I knew that – I just don't know that that was something that I really knew, that Kellogg did invent cornflakes. I didn't hmm. know that that was something that was invented. On this date in 1954, Elvis Presley made his professional debut. On this date in 1975, Jimmy Hoffa disappeared. On this date in 2002, Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire book was released. Harry Potter fans – not much. Indifferent? Uh, I, Indifferent? I can take it or leave it. Take it or leave it. On the state in 2007, Bill Walsh, former head coach of the San Francisco 49ers, died at his California home. And on this state one year ago today, Herman Cain died of COVID-19. Birthdays for today. Turning 87 is former baseball commissioner Bud Selig. Turning 80 years old to get, if I can speak, Paul Anka. Turning 74, Arnold Schwarzenegger turns 74 to get today. Turning the Terminator. The Governator, right? I think yeah. that's what they called him. Uh, I can't 58. 74. Lisa Kudrow from Friends turns 58 today. Chris Mullen, basketball player, turns 58 today. Terry Crews turns 53. You know, the Old Spice guy? Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. yeah. yeah. Uh, turns 58. Christopher Nolan, director of a bunch of the Batman movies, turns 51. Hilary Swank turns 47. Jamie Presley, an actress, turns 44. Golfer Justin Rose turns 41. Hope Solo turns 40 as well. Gone but not forgotten, Henry Ford was born in the state in 1863. Joe Nuxhall, good Cincinnati Reds connection there, was born in the state in 1928. And Emily Bronte, author of Wuthering Heights, was born in the state in 1818. No strong opinion towards any of them. I knew I didn't know any of them until the last one. Until was, yeah. Emily Bronte, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. big Emily Bronte fan. Of course, of course, yes, one hundred percent. How about the chart toppers? This is where we play songs that were number one on this date, and we'll start off in nineteen fifty six because we all remember this day, right? But our machine doesn't seem to want to play songs. You ain't there it goes. I mean, how can you not love this song, right? On number one on the state of 1956 is Elvis Presley with Hound Dog. I mean, it's a classic. 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 Yes. Good stuff. Uh, we're running a little short on time, so I'll give you all the choice. Do you want to go to 1965 or 1974? I'm going to go to 74. 74. 74. Yeah, 74. 74. You're passing on the Rolling Stones with satisfaction. Is that, that a good was thing? a good one. That, that was a good one. one. That is a good one. And instead, you're choosing to go with Elton John. Was this the right decision? In retrospect, should have gone with the Stones. Should have gone with the Stones. Okay. I guess high school gets to pick the next one. 1983 or 2001. Let's go with 83. 83. It's a more interesting. You're passing on All or Nothing by O-Town. Which was a song that I'm not sure I'd ever heard before. I, I no I, idea. I good pick, Mr. Baldwin. Thank you, sir. Well, we'll find out. We'll find Which, out. I was going to say we we're not sure yet on on whether you all will appreciate the song that was number one on this state in 1983. It's fantastic, isn't it? There it goes. The Police were number that's, one with Every Breath You Take. That's a tremendous song. Tremendous song. Yes. I, I, is there some sarcasm in there? No, I'm serious. No, you're serious. So you get the police, and then it becomes Sting, and Sting is I mean, oh, great. Yeah. He's still rolling, too. And I guess I can let you all... Oh, wait. We've got a choice here between 2010 or 2019. We'll let you all decide here. What do you think? 2010 or 2019? 2019. You're passing on Luke Bryan with Rain is a Good Thing. Wow. Okay. Thank you. 
<laughs> I say thank you. I was going to say, if I get to make the decision, then we're going to do that. And we're going to jump up to a song that probably all of your students know very well and you probably recognize as well when you think about it. Yeah, Billy Ray and Lil Nas X, number one with <laughs> Old Town Road. As we said earlier in the week, I think we played this. Is It's a song that... It's gone completely away. Two years ago, you couldn't walk down the street without hearing it play. But now, that's all you hear. Plus, who doesn't want to hear Billy Ray rap, right? <laughs> I had no idea that was Billy Ray. You, no, yeah. listen. I'm, listen. Like you mean Gary this was, and I say, we don't get out This much. wasn't on your playlist? <laughs> we really don't. This is not on my playlist. Uh, you mean I, the, the soccer team doesn't rock out to this when they're, you know, I don't running know what, up and down this? I don't know what they rock out to. <laughs> uh do you all have any parting thoughts that you want to do as we wrap up the show here today? Uh, any really messages just, to your uh, students? Just, or? Uh, yeah, just a big shout-out to our staff, our students. Uh, really excited, like I mentioned before, about a, a great school year coming up. A lot of optimism and excitement in the building right now. Yeah, I'll agree. And we, and we had our opening day yesterday, like I said, and uh, the staff's eager. I'm eager. We just want to get the kids back in there. I mean, looking forward to just doing some of the normal things and even like Mr. Robinson said better than normal. I mean, we're excited and eager and ready to go. Well, I appreciate you all taking the time in. It's been a great end to back to school week here on uh, on in the know. And it doesn't end here. We'll take a uh, we'll have a regular show on Monday, but on Tuesday, Grayson County Schools Week will continue with Mr. Robinson himself, I believe making his in the know debut as well. So be sure you join us there. We always have to end it on a on a deep thought note, our pearl of wisdom. So you all ready for this? There is never a better measure of what a person is than what he does when he's absolutely free to choose. There is never a better measure of what a person is than what he does when he's absolutely free to choose. That is my pearl of wisdom for today. Appreciate you all taking the time to join us all week. It's been a great week for Grayson County Schools. So for Josh Baldwin and for Gary Parker, I'm Sam Gormley, and now you're in the know.